Head to netsuite.com slash briefing now for their one-of-a-kind flexible financing program. Hey, everyone. I'm Ryan Nobles, CNN congressional correspondent in for David Chalian. This is the CNN Political Briefing. Here's what you need to know in politics for Friday, December 17th. President Biden conceded yesterday that a key piece of his agenda, Build Back Better, won't pass this year. So Democrats have now turned their attention to voting rights. President Joe Biden advocated for Congress to act in a commencement speech this morning at a historically black university in South Carolina, where he stressed the importance of protecting the right to vote. I've never seen anything like the unrelenting assault on the right to vote. Never. You know, as John Lewis said, without the right to vote, there is no democracy. The president also urged Congress to pass two Democratic-sponsored bills, the John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act and the Freedom to Vote Act. Republicans have blocked both of these in the Senate. Democrats say the bills are needed to counteract a wave of new restrictions from Republican-controlled state legislatures across the country. They were passed by Republicans to essentially limit access to the ballot box following former President Donald Trump's false claims that the 2020 election was stolen from him. Here was Majority Leader Chuck Schumer on the Senate floor today. He said voting rights should not be a partisan issue. We've tried all year long to get Republicans to join us on a bipartisan effort to protect our democracy. But they've resisted and they have blocked the Senate from having so much as a debate on this issue. And here in the Senate, we're going to keep at it. Okay, so let's break down what these two bills are. The John Lewis Voting Rights Advancement Act, named after the civil rights icon and late Georgia congressman, is aimed at fighting voter suppression and restoring enforcement provisions of the 1965 Voting Rights Act. For example, the bill would restore an aspect of the Voting Rights Act that allowed the Justice Department to block certain jurisdictions with a history of voter discrimination from changing their voting rules. The Freedom to Vote Act would make it easier to register to vote make Election Day a public holiday, and allow all voters to request mail-in ballots. It would also bolster security on voting systems, overhaul how congressional districts are redrawn, and impose new disclosures on donations to outside groups active in political campaigns. Here was the Minority Leader Mitch McConnell Thursday in his year-end presser, pushing back on Democrats' assertions. There have been a lot of discussion about big lies around here the last year. I think One of the big lies is that the state legislatures across America are busily at work trying to deny people the right to vote based upon race. This comes, though, after 19 states have passed 33 laws limiting voting this year. That's according to the Brennan Center for Justice. The 33 laws enacted so far have a variety of impacts on voters. Just to name a few examples, they make mail-in voting and early voting a lot more difficult. They also impose harsher requirements with voter IDs. Among these laws, in a new trend that seems to be gaining momentum with the GOP, four states imposed new or stricter criminal penalties on election officials or other individuals for assisting voters. You might remember hearing about this, but people in Georgia, for instance, can actually be charged with a crime for giving water or food to people waiting in lines at the polls. And in Iowa and Kansas, people could face criminal charges for returning ballots for voters who may need help, such as voters with disabilities. In a fourth state, Texas, election officials could actually face criminal charges for encouraging people to just get mail-in ballots. 
On top of that, the Voting Rights Lab says that more than 245 additional bills that seek to limit voting in over 20 states could carry into next year. People will start voting in the 2022 elections as early as the spring, so we will see these laws play out in real time unless Congress acts. And in case you're confused why you keep hearing that Democrats want to act and pass voting legislation but can't, let me break it down. Democrats would need to meet the filibuster's 60-vote requirement to pass voting legislation, but as we know, there are only 50 Democratic senators. So the filibuster rules in the Senate would have to change for Democrats to get voting legislation passed. Although many Democratic senators do support removing the filibuster, they need all 50 Democrats on board to do that. And moderates, Senators Kirsten Sinema and Joe Manchin have both said they will just not sign on. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said Thursday that a voting rights measure would pass in time for the 2022 elections. But as you can probably guess, that now seems unlikely. So why was Build Back Better put on the back burner for now? Well, I think you probably know the answer, at least in part. His name is West Virginia Senator Joe Manchin. If you listen to this podcast regularly, you know inflation and the national debt is a huge concern for him. Manchin's also objected to the structure of the bill, arguing that Democrats are hiding the true costs of the bill by relying on temporary programs that will be extended year after year because of how popular they'll be. He wants to keep the price tag at $1.75 trillion, but he says that including temporary measures is, quote, not transparent to the public about the impact it would have on federal spending. So here we are at the end of the year, and there is a palpable sense of frustration among Democrats that much more should have been accomplished, especially given the array of promises they've made to voters and the self-imposed deadlines set by their leaders that they have blown. Now, they did pass a bipartisan infrastructure bill. We shouldn't forget about that. They also passed trillions of dollars in COVID relief spending, but they also made promises, including voting rights, gun safety legislation, immigration, student loan forgiveness. The list goes on and on. And with the midterm elections coming up, there's a real sense Democrats could lose this very rare opportunity they had of having control of both the House, the Senate and the White House, which is all the more reason Democrats are feeling the pressure to pounce on their priorities. 2022 is already looking to be a very interesting year. That's it for today's political briefing. Thank you so much for listening. And please take a moment and be sure to follow us wherever you get your podcasts. CNN Political Briefing is a product of CNN Audio. Megan Marcus is our executive producer. Greg Peppers is our supervising producer. Mohammed Darwish is our senior producer. Our episodes are produced by Krista Bowe and Taylor Galgano. We'll be back on Monday.